Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs, broadcasting live from the NYC. For the next hour, I'm going to give you the latest entertainment news on Russell Simmons, Kate Hudson, Jennifer Lopez, Katy Perry, Travis Kelsey, and a whole lot more. So don't go anywhere. I'll be right back after these messages. If I could be you. And you could be me for just one hour. If you could find a way. To get inside each other's minds. Walk a mile in my shoes. Walk a mile in my shoes. Walk a mile in my shoes. We've all felt left out. And for some, that feeling lasts more than a moment. We can change that. Learn how at belongingbeginswithus.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Walk a mile in my shoes. People won't give you the real talk on drugs. But it's time we know the facts. Fentanyl is killing people. It's a powerful opioid, often made illegally and commonly mixed with illicit drugs. It can even be pressed into counterfeit pills that resemble prescription medications. Just two milligrams, about the size of a few grains of sand, can potentially be lethal. This isn't an ad to scare you, but it is an ad to make you think twice. Get the facts. Go to realdealonfentanyl.com. This message is brought to you by the Ad Council. Hey, son, how are you feeling? Um, I'm fine, Pops. What's on your mind? I just, I can't explain it. When your kid can't find the language, find the lyrics. Start a conversation at sounditouttogether.org. Brought to you by Ad Council and Pivotal Ventures. just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibb, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to know what's going on in the world of entertainment, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page. That way you get a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, if you want to make a comment about any of today's stories, give me a call. The call-in number is 347 637 Two six five six and press the number one. That's three four seven six three seven two six five six and press the number one. Also like us on Facebook. Go to facebook.com/slash-that'sentertainment.radio. Follow us on X at That's Entertain One. That's P H A T S Entertain and the number one. You can also follow me on X at Stiletto fourteen. Stiletto like the shoe. S T I L E T T O. And the number 14, you also follow me on Instagram at T. Jones Gibbs. Right now, the current temperature in the NY is a cloudy 34 degrees. Before I get started with the show today, I'd like to give a shout-out to all my listeners out there. Thank you once again for joining me here on Blog Talk Radio and for tuning in every week as much as you can. So how has everyone week been so far? You know, yesterday was Valentine's Day. I hope everyone got a chance to listen to my Valentine's Day show. Uh, it's the one music show that I do every year where I play some of my favorite uh, recording artists with some of my favorite love songs and slow jams. And if you wasn't able to tune in, uh, don't worry because we have the show here uh, on the archives here on Blog Talk Radio. We also have the show posted on Facebook, X. So uh, if you didn't get a chance to listen to some good music, 
you can you can always tune into the archives here on Block Talk Radio. Uh, it is also February and a part of Black History Month. This week we want to celebrate the African American self-taught inventor and period pioneer Mary Patrice Davison Kenner. Uh, she was a African-American female inventor, and she was known for holding the most patents as a black woman. We're going to talk more about her. But this week, we're going to be talking about Russell Simmons. Another woman has accused him, the disgraced hip-hop mogul, of rape. I'll tell you more about it. Also, Kate Hudson is getting real about residual checks. Uh, she talked about how much she made when she started Home Alone 2. So we're going to be talking to her, talking about that as well. Also, uh, Jennifer Lopez has admitted that This Is Me Now could be her last ever album. Also this week, pop star Katy Perry shocked many fans by revealing she will be leaving American Idol after seven years as a judge. And also Travis Kelsey, after winning the Super Bowl championship, his team, the Kansas City uh, Chiefs, well, he get this, he's producing his first feature film. That's right, I'll tell you more about that. And you never guess what K-pop star is getting ready to join the cast of season three of The White Lotus. This, uh, let me just start with, uh, you know, we was talking about the uh, the Kansas City uh, Chief winning the Super Bowl championship, and when they went back to their hometown in Kansas City, Missouri, there was a, a shooting where uh, several people got injured, uh, someone died, and, you know, it's just unfortunate that you can't even have a celebration of your hometown team without somebody shooting up the area. So we'll be talking about that. But uh, how is everybody doing? Again, another woman has accused disgraced hip-hop mogul Russell Simmons of rape. The Def Jam recording founder was sued Tuesday in New York federal court by a woman identified as Jane Doe, who claimed Simmons sexually assaulted her at his New York City apartment in the 1990s when she was a senior-level music executive at the label. The filing alleged that Doe visited the apartment to get uh, uh, Russell Simmons' approval on a new music video. She claims Simmons started to wrestle with her in an attempt to appear playful before things escalate into aggression. The suit alleged that the assault behavior derailed the plaintiff's career and that her day-to-day work at Def Jam, a job she loved, was now marred by panic attacks, depression, and anxiety. Uh, Doe also says she endured repeated harassment from Simon at work. Doe quit her job at Def Jam in 1997 as a result. Now, uh, Simmons is being sued for sexual battery, assault, intentional infliction of emotional distress, and false imprisonment. He's been accused of sexual assault or misconduct at least 20 times since 2017 and was the subject of HBO's 2020 documentary, On the Record. The suit is one of many recently filed under New York's Adult Survivor Act against various music executives. The act grants adults who allegedly survived sexual abuse in the state a one-year look-back window to file claims that would have otherwise expired under statutes of limitations. 
The HBO documentary included an interview with Drew Dixon, a former A&R executive at Def Jam, who claimed Simmons raped her at her, his New York apartment. It was only one of the many sexual assault accusations Simmons has denied. Kate Hudson received 10-cent residual checks for her cameo in Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. It's a little-known fact that the almost famous star, who's now 44, starred as a child in the 1992 sequel to the 1990 Chris Columbus comedy film starring Macaulay Culkin, who's now 43, in the lead role of Kevin McAllister, and she reveals she still gets paid a tiny sum from streams. Now, this is what she said. She said, quote, I still get residuals from Home Alone 2 because I sang in the chorus. I'm in that chorus, and then I get 10 cents every once in a while. She also, and this is what she talked about on the on her sibling rivalry podcast to special guest sibling Joey Matthew and Andy Lawrence. A lot of actors had called out the abysmal residual payments they received, and it was part of the reason for the Hollywood actors' strike last year. Mandy Moore was among those actors calling out studios and revealed the very tiny paychecks she received from the stream of This Is Us. The 39-year-old actress who portrayed Rebecca Pearson in the award-winning drama from 2016 to 2022 joined the picket line outside Disney in Burbank, California last summer amid the SAG-AFTRA actors' strike. And she reveals she gets around 81 cents since Hulu bought the series from NBC in 2017. She told The Hollywood Reporter, quote, the residual issue is a huge issue, unquote. Scandal star Katie Lowe's also received mere pennies for the stream from her Netflix series and insists it's impossible to live off residual payments. She said, quote, if you are someone who has been fortunate enough in our position to do a 120-plus episode of a successful show in previous years, 10, 15, 20 years ago, that re-airing would be the thing that could sustain you on years where she did a smaller project or wanted to go do a play or have kids or you have a family to provide for, and that's just not a reality anymore. The entire model has changed. The Screen Actor Guild Union ordered a strike across TV, theatrical, and streaming productions, which marked the biggest shutdown in Hollywood for more than 60 years on top of the writer's guild strike, meaning that the majority of entertainment projects in the U.S. cease production. The strike will over concerns over wages for actors and creators in the industry, the rise in AI technology, and how the profits of digital streaming on services such as Netflix and Disney Plus can be divided. Jennifer Lopez has admitted This Is Me Now could be her last ever album. Uh, the on-the-floor hitmaker has said her new record, which is all about her relationship with Hollywood actor husband Ben Affleck, dropped on Friday, February 16, and it felt like an end of an era and the beginning of a new one. She said, quote, the truth is I don't even know if I'll ever make another album after this. It's such, it's, it's such the kind of coincidental kind of Jennifer Lopez, J-Lo project, and I really feel very fulfilled. So they really will be collector's item at a certain point, unquote. Asked about it being her last studio collection, she said, don't tell Benny, who is her manager, Benny Bedina, and collaborated that that's what she's thinking. 
this might be her very last album ever. She also explained that she feels like it's the end of a kind of an era for her and the beginning of a new one, so she would say never, would ne- she would never say never. But right now she feels like she really puts her heart and soul into this and that she's very excited and it definitely took a lot out of her. This Is Me Now is a follow-up to 2002, This Is Me Then. However, the Marry Me Star uh, last studio album was 2014, a.k.a. Meanwhile, Jennifer recently dropped a huge hint she could be set for her first global tour in 12 years. The Jenny from the Block singer and actress believe her upcoming record is well-suited to a live experience. Pop star Katy Perry shocked fans by revealing she will be leaving American Idol after seven years as a judge on the reality singing competition. During an appearance on Jimmy Kimmel Live on Monday night, the 39-year-old singer announced that the upcoming season of Idol, which airs on ABC this Sunday, will be her last. She also announced that she would be performing at a major music festival, Rock in Rio, in Brazil this September. The California girl singer who wrapped up a two-year Las Vegas concert residency in November said she was looking forward to traveling and putting out new music. Perry has been a judge on ABC Revival of the singing competition since March of 2018, alongside singers Luke Bryan and Lionel Richie. She said the other judges did not officially know she was leaving the show yet. While Perry says she was creating space uh, for her new wingspan, she didn't rule out a future return to the singer competition. She told Kimmel, quote, maybe I'll come back if they have me one day, unquote. And Travis Kelsey is producing his first feature film. News of his movie emerged before the Kansas City Chief Super Bowl victory parade erupted in violence on Wednesday, February 14th. Multiple people were shot at the Celebration Union Square, Missouri, shortly after Travis and his chief teammate Patrick Mahone took the stage. One person had died and another nine were said to have been wounded, including children, but a motive for the shooting is as yet unclear. Some reports said 14 victims had suffered wounds. Kansas City Chief Tight End Travis, who had been dating Taylor Swift also since last summer, is helping make indie movies. My Dead Friend Zoe, with the help of President Joe Biden's Renewal Energy Tax Credit. He got a credit as an executive producer of the dark comedy, which starred uh, Sonequa Martin-Green, Natalie Morales, Ed Harris, and Morgan Freeman, and is costing less than $10 million to make. This is according to Variety. The war drama, which has been written by Kyle Houseman Stokes and A.J. Uh, Bermudez, will premiere in March and is based on the former short film Merritt and Zoe, Variety said it is the movie's industry's first film to take advantage of the 2022 Inflation Reduction Act to fund a film. Right now we have 15 minutes after the hour. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. Uh, This month is February and is Black History Month. And this week we're going to be talking about an African-American self-taught inventor, and a period pioneer by the name of Mary Patrice Davidson Kenner. 
Mary Kenner was an African-American female inventor born in North Carolina in 1912 and is known for holding the most patent as a black woman. In 1931, she enrolled at Howard University to begin her educational career. However, after forcefully taking on numerous forms of employment to provide for herself financially, she withdrew from the university. And despite her circumstances, her passion and love for inventing did not stop her pursuit. In relation to menstruation, she created created one of the first sanitary belts in 1920 that would later be used as a model for sanitary pads. At that time, the purpose of the sanitary belt was to stop menstrual blood leaks on clothes. The mechanism that Kenner used to improve previous models involved implementing an adhesive to hold the pad properly. This feature is seen in most pads today. Kenner finalized her invention in 1920, yet due to financial difficulties, she could not afford to apply for the patent. And in 1957, Kenner acquired the financial resources to gain the patent and was presented with an opportunity from a company to manufacture the belt. However, the company removed their own when they found out that she was an African-American woman. And after several proposal rejections, Kenner patent expired, which allowed other competitors to copy and profit off her idea. While she was one of the early inventors of the prototype for pads, her contributions were and continue to be overlooked by the works of other major menstrual product manufacturers. Uh, Kenner received five patents, which include a carrier attachment for invalid walkers, a bathroom tissue holder, and a wall-mounted back washer for the bath or shower. That is your, that's our Black History Moment for this week. Mary Patrice Davidson Kenner, the first African-American woman and inventor known for holding the most patenting in American history, and she was the inventor of the first sanitary napkin. Um. You know, season three of the of the White Lotus has added a K-pop star to his cast. That's right, Blackpink member Lisa has reportedly joined the upcoming new season of the hit HBO series, which will be set in Thailand. According to Variety, the money hitmaker will be credited under her real name, Lolisa Manabal. And details about the role of Lisa, who is Thai, on the popular series are still kept under wraps. The third season of The White Lotus will begin its production in and around Thailand Thailand this month. The exact plot details are unknown, but the upcoming installment will follow a new group of guests at a White Lotus resort property. Lisa's appearance on The White Lotus will mark her acting debut. The Pink Venom hitmaker, however, won't be the first black Pink member to make a foray into acting. Prior to this, her Groupmate Jenny made her own acting debut on the drama The Idol, which premiered in June of 2023. Having recently established her own management company named Loud Company, uh, Lisa has broken several records for herself. She's the first female artist to sell 737,000 copies in the first week in South Korea after releasing her solo album Lolisa in 2021. And Kanye West and Ty Dolla Sign track Good Don't Die is no longer available on Spotify. On Wednesday afternoon, February 14, the song was taken down from the music platform according to requests from Donna Summer's estate. The electro-pop song interpolates some elements 
of Donna's 1977 hit, I Feel Love, on the pensive chorus. Hours after the rapper's Vulture One was released over the weekend, the late singer's estate claimed copyright infringement and disapproved of Kanye's use of the alleged sample. Kanye West asked permission to use Donna Summer's song, I Feel Love, but he was denied. He changed the words, had someone re-sing it or use AI, but it's I Feel Love copyright infringement. Uh, that's what the estate wrote in an Instagram story on the official Donna Summer account on Saturday, February 10th. Donna Summer estate wasn't the only one who criticized Ye for sampling their music. Early this month, Ozzy Osbourne took to his social media account to slam the ex-husband of Kim Kardashian for using Iron Man on Vulture. And a new Oscar category is being unveiled. On Thursday, the Board of Governors of the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences revealed that achievement in casting will become a new competitive award category, beginning with 2026 98th Academy Awards. The last time a new competitive category was created for the Oscar was back in 2001 with the Best Animated Feature Film. Shrek became the first to win that honor. The new category rules for voting and eligibility will be outlined in April 2025. According to a press release, the casting director's branch of the Academy was created in July of 2013, and it includes nearly 160 members. Other award shows like the U.K.'s BAFTA Awards set and the uh, Television Spanning Emmy Awards already give out awards forecasting. Back in 2018, the Oscar instituted a Best Popular Film category, though the Academy quickly walked it back and canceled the initiative. And in 2022, the Oscar had two fans-voted categories, Fan Favorite and Oscar Cheer Moment. This year's 96th Annual Academy Award will be held Sunday, March 10th, at the Dolby Theater at Ovation Hollywood and will air live on ABC. The show will be hosted by Jimmy Kimmel, his fourth time in the gig, Oppenheimer leads the nominees with 13 total nods, followed by Poor Things with 11 and Killer of the Flower Moon with 10. Kiki Palmer has joined the cast of Good Fortune, a comedy from Azir Ansari. She'll star alongside Ansari, who wrote and directed the film in his debut feature, as well as Seth Rogen and Keanu Reeves. Palmer wrote, as well as the entire plot of the movie, is being kept under wraps. Liongate is back in Good Fortune, which is currently in production in Los Angeles. Good Fortune is Azari's second attempt to make his directorial debut. The stars of Park and Recreation and creator of Netflix's Master of None was previously working on the comedic drama Being Mortal for Searchlight. But production was indef- uh, inf- infinitely suspended. Uh, in 2022 over complaints about actor Bill Murray's inappropriate behavior on set. Palmer rose to fame as a preteen in the family film Aquila and the Bee and has since starred in films and television shows including Jordan Peele, Nope, the Jennifer Lopez-led Hustlers, and Nickelodeon's True Jackson VP. The Internet's favorite meme queen also hosts the podcast Baby, This is Kiki Palmer. Super Bowl viewers got it bad for Usher after his sweat-filled, star-studded Apple Music halftime show performance. Following the show, the eight-time Grammy-winning R&B artist announced ten additional dates for his past, present, future tour to support his upcoming album, Coming Home, prompting him to become the most searched name for concert tickets and breaking fellow game attendee Taylor Swift's record, according to StubHub. 
The third-party ticketing platform report that searches for Usher concert tickets were up five times after the Super Bowl, making him the top searched name that day. Up until then, Swift was the most searched artist in 2024. Pre-sales are now underway at Ticketmaster for selected dates of Usher Past, Present, Future Tour, which kicks off on August 16 in Atlanta. The 60-day North American tour includes dates in Austin, Boston, Brooklyn, Chicago, Los Angeles, Miami, Philadelphia, Toronto, and more cities. Usher and his longtime girlfriend, Jennifer, wed in Las Vegas after the Super Bowl. Uh, Universal Studio Group, UCP, recently announced that the 45-year-old singer music will be brought to life in a new drama series inspired by his songs. To celebrate the halftime headliner, Apple Music is offering a 30-day free trial to new subscribers, among other deals that, that let you listen to Usher's new album and more for free. And after that trial period, the subscription auto-renews at $10.99 per month. Tickets for Usher Past, Present, Future Tour are currently available at Game Time, SeatGeek, StubHub, Ticket Liquidator, Ticket Network, and uh, Vivid Seats. With prices as of press time starting at $74 for L.A. and running upwards of $1,041 for pit seats in Atlanta. Right now we have here 24 minutes after the hour. Coming up, we're going to be talking about, um, oh, and speaking of Usher, not only did he marry his longtime love, Jennifer, he just announced his new partnership with UCP, a subsetter of Universal Studio Group, for a new drama series that will bring, bring his music to life. Also, uh, Will Smith is officially adding another intense role to his resume. I'll tell you what that's going to be about. And Eminem is set to co-produce a new documentary called Stand. The new project will be produced through Shady Films in association with uh, Hit Hill District, District Media and Digga Studios. And also, it's been confirmed by ABC that Abbott Elementary will return for a fourth season. All those stories and more coming up after the music break, so don't go anywhere. Trying to lie me, I can't ride without my pistol. I bought my 
Kelly, crocodile, but I know lizard. Bringing up the past, just like the dumb bow. The feet all in the stand, I flew her to Cabo. My friend got on the stand, she wanted to rank roll. I'm watching on your ground, you're giving them angles. I'm paying for it. You ain't never got to stress about no landlord. You ain't never got to ask me what you plan for. Private jet, we putting stamps all on your passport. I got plans for it. Leave your man for it. You got me, got me working.
And in the caption, the photo said, Usher referenced his new song, One of Them Ones, along with his wedding date. Usher also recently announced more dates again for his upcoming Past, Present, Future tour, set to kick off in Atlanta this August. Will Smith is officially adding another intense role to his resume. The veteran actor is set to play the lead in Sugar Bandits, an upcoming action thriller centered around an Iraqi, an Iraq War veteran. Uh, per Variety, the film is written by Chuck Hogan and based on his book Devils in Exile. Hogan also boasts boasts credits in The Town and The Strain, and in Sugar Bandits, the main character teams up with other vets to target the drug trade in Boston. The movie was reportedly first announced back in 2013. Sugar Bandits will be produced by Smith and John Moan through Westbrook Studios. Smith's last major film was Anton Fuqua's Emancipation in 2022, which sold to Apple TV Plus in Cannes for a market record deal of $120 million. Prior to that was 2021 Oscar-winning King Richard film, a movie based on the father and coach of famed tennis players Venus and Serena Williams. The French Prince is also working on a sequel to I Am Legend, the 2007 blockbuster starring him as a lone scientist in a deadly plague. The follow-up film is set to feature Michael B. Jordan as the lead and C. Smith reprising his role. Eminem is set to co-produce a new documentary called Stan. The new project will be produced through Shady Films in association with Hill District Media and Dyka Studios. Paramount Paramount MTV will also distribute the documentary. And according to Variety, the documentary will will detail the world of superfans and their fanatic behavior. Stan will be directed by Steven Leckhart and is scheduled to be released this year. The Detroit native longtime business partner and manager Paul Rosenberg and Stuart Parr discussed the documentary. They insisted the doc would be a study regarding the symbiotic relationship between artists and superfans. They said in the statement, quote, Stan will be the opportunity for us to turn the camera around and ask the audience being, about being fan, and in some cases, fanatics. This is a study of the relationship between fan base and artists through the lens of one of Eminem's most fascinating songs and one of the world's most important entertainers, unquote. Now, Eminem originally released his track Stan as a single in November of 2000. The track was part of his third studio album, the Marshall Mathers LP. Eminem's song became one of the rapper's most beloved songs for, his, for its complex storytelling and unique perspective at the time. Stan was added to the Oxford Dictionary in 2017. The term was defined as an overzealous or obsessive fan of a particular celebrity. The word has also been viewed as a, like a, a portmatoire of stalker and fan. Stan has been widely accepted as one of the greatest hip-hop songs of all time, appearing on numerous lists since its release. And it's been confirmed by ABC that Abbott Elementary will return for a fourth season. That's right. During the Television Critics Association Winter 2024 press tour, William Stanford Davis, who starred as Mr. Johnson on the hit sitcom, made the announcement. The third season of the Emmy-winning series premiered on February 7 and reached an average of 2.8 million viewers, according to Nielsen. 
After the WGA and SAG after strikes of 2023, the new season of Abbott commenced with a five-month time jump and a plot twist for creator Quinta Brunson's character, Janine. Season 2 of Abbott earned the strongest season average for an ABC comedy since the 2019-2020 season and ranked as network number one multi-platinum platform series. Alongside Brunson, Davis, and Williams, the lead cast include Janelle James as Ava Coleman, Lisa Ann Walter as Melissa Scametti, Chris Perfetti as Jacob Kill, and Emmy-winning Sharon Lee Ralph as Barbara Howard. The show now airs on Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern and streams the following day on Hulu. And Tom? Perry will be expanding his ongoing partnership with Netflix, now adding the development TV drama series Beauty is Black. Comprised of 16-hour long episodes, the series follows two women leading very different lives. According to Netflix, Beauty in Black is about a character named Kemi who is struggling to make a living about getting kicked out by her mother. And on the flip side, Mallory has a more successful life. The two black women end up entangled in each other's lives. Netflix made his made the announcement on Monday, February 12th, of extending its deal with Perry for the multi-year First Look series pack. Perry initially inked uh Inked in October with promise to deliver eight projects over four years. Beauty and Black will be written, directed, and exclusively produced by the TV and movie mogul. Wow. And uh, Denzel Washington and Spike Lee are combining their respectable skills for a new project. According to Deadline, the acclaimed talents are set for the film High and Low. The movie is set to be released theatrically by A24 ahead of its global launch on Apple TV. High and Low set to begin production this spring is described as an English-language reinterpretation of Akira Kurosawa's 1963 crime thriller of the same name. And according to IMDB page, the original film tells the story of a wealthy businessman whose son has been kidnapped, demanding he pay a very large ransom for his safe return. When it is discovered the kidnappers took his chauffeur's son by accident, the stakes change and the businessman faced a moral dilemma. The film is being developed and produced by A24, Escape Artists, and Mandalay Pictures, and was written by Alan Fox and Lee. It will be produced by Todd Black for Escape Artists and Jason Michael Berman for Mandalay Pictures. Additionally, Lee will serve as executive producer through his 40 Acres and a Mule Filmworks. High and Low marks the actor-director's dual fifth, uh, it's their fifth project together. Their past efforts include Inside Man in 2006, He Got Game in 1998, Malcolm X in 1992, and Mo' Better Blues in, in uh, 1990. And Alicia Keys' apparent voice cracking during Usher Super Bowl 58 halftime show was edited in an official video of the performance. The organizers of the event was accused of attempting to rewrite history by polishing 
the You Don't Know My Name songstress voice after she missed a note. On Monday, February 12th, the official video documenting the highly anticipated performance of Usher and his special guests, including the 43-year-old songstress, was released via YouTube. Shortly after it was uploaded, many viewers noticed that something was changed in the video. They suggested that the organizers had edited the clip to make it appear like she never had the minor flop. The viewers took the ex, formerly known as Twitter, to share video documenting the uh, original performance of Alicia and compared it with the official footage on the video streaming platform. Also on X, they voiced their thoughts on the matter. One in particular penned saying, quote, nothing crucial happened from changing this specifically, but their editing history is in, in, in real time. We should be concerned. Another person wrote, quote, in the grand scheme of things, this feels very, 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 very dangerous that mega corporations can do this now, unquote. One day prior, Alicia took to the stage for the 2024 Super Bowl halftime show. She delivered her title song, If I Ain't Got You, which she released back in 2003 and played a piano on stage. When she began singing the track, she was a little off-key. She was later criticized by many over the voice crack, and despite the backlash, Alicia quickly had her husband, Swiss Beat, come to her defense. Along with her photos from the show, he wrote, quote, Y'all talking about the wrong damn thing. Y'all don't see that amazing dress covering the entire stadium. Tonight's performance was nothing but amazing with two amazing giants, unquote. And I agree. It was just, I mean, it happens. You know, I don't know any performer who hadn't had a saying a bad key or a comedian that bombed on stage, it happens. So, you know, people think that every time they come on stage, everything is going to be perf- going to be perfect, and that's not the case. So, you know, Swiss Beat did the right thing. He he put a positive message out there, and he was right. She was working that outfit. Girl, my girl had body for days in that outfit. She was looking good. She was looking fierce. But despite that, it was a great show, like he said, by two amazing giants. Um, Bad Bunny has revealed what he may have been doing if he wasn't creating smash hits in the studio. During a recent interview for the cover of Interview Magazine, the Puerto Rican rapper and singer shared that if a music career hadn't worked out, he would pursue he would have pursued culinary arts. But Bad Bunny admitted that he always had his heart set on creating music since he was young. And this is what he said. He said, quote, I actually dream so much about having this career. I come home from school and go straight to the computer making beats and learn to record my own music. I sometimes say, damn, if this isn't meant to be, I don't know what I'll do because I don't have another dream, unquote. He also noted that he knew he had to be a realist when it came to a cutthroat industry like music, so he got a job and pursued higher education at the same time as going after his dreams. Bad Bunny hard work clearly paid off. He has scored 12 top 10 hits on the Billboard Hot 100 charts, including Titi Mi Pregunto, The Kiti, Mia, and Moscow, Moscow Mule. The musician has also earned three Grammy Awards and seven Latin Grammy Awards. He dropped his fifth studio album, Nadi Sabre Sabi Loque Aspascar Manana, in October of last year. 
And uh, Chris Brown is set to hit the road soon. Taking to social media, the No Guidance crooner announced that he will embark on the 1111 tour in the summer of 2024. The 34-year-old shared the announcement via Instagram story on Tuesday, February 13. The tour will celebrate the release of CB's latest album, 1111, arriving in November of 2023 with a whopping 22 tracks, including previous release singles such as Summer Too Hot, Sensational, as well as Nightmares. The album itself featured guest appearance from several artists. Uh, they are uh, Low J, Brian Messia, Davido, Future, and former collaborator Friday. That aside, Breezy recently made media headlines for praising Usher performance in the Super Bowl 58 halftime show despite their alleged beef. The Under the Influence hitmaker gave the reaction to the Love in the Club singer's star-studded show via Instagram story, letting out a flame emoji and tagging Usher's Instagram account over a black screen. CB Post proved that there's no bad blood between him and Usher after it was reported that the two got into an altercation during CB's 34th, 34th birthday party in May of 2023 at the Skate Rock City Roller Rink in Las Vegas, Nevada. However, they looked in good spirits when they performed at the Love and Friends Festival in Las Vegas one day later. Right now, we got 15 minutes after the hour. I'm going to take another break. And speaking of Chris Breezy, we're going to be playing his hit, Sensational. And I'll be back with the last remaining stories of the day, so don't go anywhere. Like 
featuring Davido and LoJ and Sensational. Okay, right now we have 11 minutes left remaining in the show. And for the last remaining stories of the day, a remix of Ariana Grande's chart-topping single, Yes And, featuring Mariah Carey, is set to arrive on February 16th. Grande shared the news on Wednesday morning after both singers sneakily changed their Instagram profile pictures to a picture of their eyes. Grande later shared a photo of her and Carrie with the caption confirming the incoming collaboration. Carrie and Grande previously collaborated on Carrie's version of Old Santa, also featuring Jennifer Hudson, which was released during the holiday season in 2020 and was included in her Magical Christmas special that year. Grande has always shown love to Carrie by calling her an idol and inspiration as she first publicly declared in the depiction of her 2012 cover of Carrie's Emotions. Yes, Anne is the lead single from Grande's incoming seventh studio album, Internal Sunshine, stated, uh, slated for uh, March 8th. The song opens at number one on the Billboard Hot 100 song chart following its release in January, marking Grande as the first artist in history to, dis- to debut in the Hot 100 Top 10 with the lead single from each of her seven albums. And Beyonce stopped the world when she announced Renaissance Act 2, a full-on country album and follow-up to her disco theme, ACT1 album. And then, and then uh, in an exciting Verizon ad played during the 2024 Super Bowl, uh, the B uh, took viewers down memory lane of times when she caused conversation as well as ways she could stop the world in the future. In the commercial, B could be seen at her lemonade stand, reference her 2016 album channeling Barbie in reference to Barbie taking on the role of Botus, Beyonce of the United States, and even taking a trip to space. Following the announcement, the Break My Soul icon posted a teaser to her Instagram showing her next musical venture into country music, as well as two pieces of cover art for singles Texas Hold'em and 16 Carriages. Upon Renaissance Act 1 release, 
Beyonce revealed that the LP would be part of a three-act project, the first installment being heavily influenced by ballroom, disco, and house music to accompany the album's success. Beyonce also released a concert film documentary to show the process and journey of creating the Renaissance Tour, which grossed a record-breaking $579 million. It's unclear if Renaissance Act 2 will receive the same treatment. Fans will just have to wait and see. Act 2 drops on March 29th. Killer Mike recently won multiple Grammy Awards for his acclaimed 2023 release, Michael, but said the project is merely the first drop of a three-part album series he has planned. During an interview with Apple Music, the Atlanta native spoke on what he's working on for the future, which he says includes an album that will further build on the theme and content from his previous effort. 2024 has already shaped up to be one of the biggest years of Killer Mike's career. Earlier this month, the Run the Jewels member won three Grammy Awards as his sixth studio album, Michael, won Best Rap Album, and his song, Scientists and Engineers, took home trophy for Best Rap Song and Best Rap Performance. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame revealed a star-studded list detailing its 2024 nominees for induction. Celebrating all genres of music icons, Mariah Carey, Michael J. Bly, I'm sorry, Mary J. Bly, and Sade are among those up for the prestigious honor. To be eligible, artists must have had 25 years past since their debut. Additional nominees include A Tribe Called Quest, Eric B. and Rakim, Cher, and Cool in the Game. Ten of the 15 nominees are on the ballot for the first time, including Sade, Mariah Carey, and Cool in the Game. 2024 marked ATCQ's third consecutive year in the running. Nominee ballots will be sent to an international voting body of more than 1,000 artists, historians, and members of the music industry. Additional fans can vote online for up to seven nominees once per day or in person at the museum. The top five artists picked by the public will receive a collective fan ballot tally as one, along with all ballots of the larger Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction voting body. Last year's inductees include Missy, Missy Elliott, DJ Cool Herc, uh, Shaka Khan, and more. Um, inductees will be announced in late April, and the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame 2024 induction ceremony will take place in Cleveland. And some music fans believe rap has been stuck in a rut, according to Cardi B. However, the genre is only going up and blames the audience grievances on their own on their own buyer's remorse. In an interview with the Hollywood Reporter that surfaced on social media this past Friday, February 9th, the Bronx, New York native shared her thoughts on the state of hip-hop culture. While Cardi believed the current landscape of the genre is in good health and better than advertised, she argued it's detractors and indecisive about what they expect from artists. And this is what she said, quote, people keep saying like, oh, the state of hip-hop is bad right now, blah, blah, blah. I don't think it's bad right now. I just feel like people just don't know what they want, unquote. Another factor Cardi pointed to was the impact of social media and its influence on the musical taste of creators and consumers alike. When it comes to artists walking to the beat of their own drum, 
Cardi is on is at the head of the pack as she remained unapologetic about her style of music in spite of attacks from critics and peers alike. In 2023, the Grammy Award-winning rapper received criticism for Bongos, her blockbuster collaborative single with Megan Thee Stallion, as media personality Joe Budden dimmed the release as lackluster. Cardi uh, would clap back, accusing Budden of having a personal grudge against her based on a string of occurrences in which Budden appeared to side with artists she had passed a dispute with. The Invasion of Privacy rapper and Megan Thee Stallion previously stirred a controversy with their chart-topping 2020 single, WAP, which was blasted by figures ranging from political commentators like Candace Owens to rap legend Snoop Dogg. And Jelly Roll is gearing up to inspire American Idol contestants as they vie for the winning title. On Wednesday, people confirmed that the country star will be joining Season 22 of the Singing Competition Series as a guest mentor and performer alongside singer-songwriter Tori Kelly, who was previously on the show. Both of their episodes are set to tape at Ulani, a Disney resort and spa in Ko'olina, Hawaii, as contestants perform on the beach for judges Luke Bryan, Katy Perry, Lionel Richie, and host Ryan Seacrest. Kelly joined the show when she was 18-year-old for season 9 and made it to Hollywood Week. Since then, her 2015 debut album, Unbreakable Smile, became gold certified. She earned two Grammy Awards and starred in the animated series Sing. She is set to release her next single, High Water, uh, matter of fact, which has already been released. Meanwhile, Jelly Roll dominated country and rock radio with his hit single, Need a Favor, and was nominated for Best New Artist at the Grammy Awards earlier this month. American Idol Season 22 premieres Sunday, February 18th at 8 p.m. Eastern on ABC. Right now, that's going to do it for me for this week. Tune in next time when we do it all over again. You've been listening to That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Joan Gibbs. Have a great week. Have a great weekend. Make sure if you miss any of our episodes here on Blog Talk Radio, you can always go to the archives. You can also catch the the show on uh, Facebook at facebook.com slash thatsentertainment.radio. You can catch it on the RX account at That's Entertain 1. That's T-H-A-T-S Entertain and the number one. You can also catch it on my Facebook account as well as my ex account as Stiletto14. Well, uh, make sure you guys, uh, if you missed the Valentine's Day show, it's never too late to listen to the show. If you want some soothing, relaxing music, if you had a hard day or you just want to wind down and enjoy some smooth R&B music from some of my favorite recording artists, make sure you catch the Valentine's Day show, which was uh, yesterday, I had broadcast the show on last Saturday, February 10th, but I reposted yesterday just for Valentine's Day. All right, guys, tune in next time when we do it all over again. You've been listening to That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs. Have a great week. Stay safe, and I'll talk to you next time. Take care. <laughs>